Wow, that was a really bad cold open. Maybe it was fun. It was all right. It was okay. I did all for them again. They can't all be winners. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't bring my talent today. Just today? <laughs> that was a better one. <laughs> Damn it. Podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. I'm Roberto PDL. And today we are trying Rabbit Holes High Gold. High Gold. Kentucky Street Bourbon. High Gold. I felt left out if I didn't say it. How's it spelled? H E I G O L D? It's German, something like that. Yeah. High Gold. Did I say that right? It sounded right, yeah. A little bit more oh. vengeance and when you say it, though. Hoggled. A little less. A little less World War II. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dan, you've busted into this one a bit. And you, you like this one, right? It's pretty good. It's not... I'll see what you guys say. It's a high rye. Okay. Uh, it's different. We'll talk about it. It's a malted rye, not just regular rye. Can you get high on rye? get high on anything if you smoke it long enough. <laughs> nice. What about ants? Like Ozzy Osbourne. What? Didn't he smoke ants or something? He snorted ants. That's right. Uh, no, he bit the head off bats. Well, that too. But I think Ozzy like snorted ants at some point on Probably. a dare from uh, Nikki Six from Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. He's like, they were in a tour bus together. Like, checks hey, out. some ants go snort him, and Ozzy is like, all right. <laughs> snorted a whole line of ants it probably happened because the ants were like carrying coke away grain by grain <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just like, i'm just gonna snort them like, exactly yeah so um i've tried the black label from rabbit hole and really like it um so this will be my first time trying this one i think yeah it's i i so, wanted to get one and it was the only one that was at the store when we were i think we got it at sam's i was looking for this? something different nice. sam's and, always got this one yeah that's all. I had really bought nice. one, and I just figured I'd pick this one up. I knew it was high rye, but again, there's some high rye that I do really enjoy. Yeah, so. yeah. So I'm excited to give it a I shot. I like high rice. I like high fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, got a couple news stories uh, from CNN. The world's largest bottle of whiskey sold for 1.4 million dollars at auction recently. It holds the Guinness World Record, standing at five feet eleven inches. Oh, jeez. And it's a 1989 McAllen single malt. 1989. Yeah. So it's it's actually like good, yeah. good age oh, whiskey. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Um, the bottle's taller than Roberto. <laughs> I'm five nine, asshole. And the bottle's five eleven. It's almost oh. six feet oh, tall. Oh, it is taller than me. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is taller than me. I mean, that was oh. a factual statement. That wasn't a joke. That was. <laughs> that was not a rhetorical comment. No, that was just. I'm pinching my nose because I get a sneeze. <laughs> if you pinch your nose, like if I pinch my nose, it goes away. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes it okay. doesn't help. It went me. away. Uh, from the Whiskey Wash, Balcones debuted a five-year bottled in bond that they call the Big Baby. Uh, so I'm going to be keeping a lookout for that one. That one sounds good. Dude, Balcones is such a good distillery. Why do they call it? Did, would they say why they call it the Big Baby? Uh, I did not see why. Um I'll find out. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Great story. Hey, compelling <laughs> compelling and rich. Basically, you just skimmed through some headlines is what it's I'm like, gathering here. Yeah. Freaking Ron Burgundy. <laughs> did, 
Rum Burgundy of, of freaking whiskey headlines here. Didn't fall for the clickbait. Nope, yeah, I'm not yeah, clicking yeah, on it. I'm just going to report yeah, this yeah. as a news story. Compelling and rich. <laughs> uh, Brad Paisley's American Highway Reserve Route 2 is on the road now. Uh, so oh, so probably sometime aged. next year we'll get that one uh, in, bottled and released. Wow, so they haven't re- probably released anything new then since their initial run that you can still no. find out there. So there's probably a lot of whiskey in each run. Probably. Yeah. But I, I don't think they actually said how many barrels are in that trailer, right? No. I don't think they did. Is it? I mean, is it even barrels? Is it just no, it like is a barrels. Yeah, container? It is? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they, they called it a rolling rig house. It's just yeah. barrels okay. loaded in the semi. I mean, they could probably fit forty. Oh, I would in a easily, standard semi. I would think easily that I'm not. I'm sure they would in go over trailer? weight. Res- yeah, yeah, they would go oh, over yeah. weight restriction before they would go over. Yeah, yeah. right. Because yeah. I mean, those the trailers are 53 feet long. And that's a figure of barrels three feet wide, probably. Yeah. So you smack stack them in thing. Yeah. You can probably put two or easily fit two wide. Side by side. Not an or anything, but yeah, that yeah. sounds right. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a scientist, but that sounds about I th- right. I think I mean, it's just that's a like, uh, at this point. Would we say, how many bottles are in a, a barrel? <laughs> 59. Uh, no, it's it's more than 50. I thought it was 100 barrel? something. Yeah, it's it? like close to 200, I think. Yeah. Here we go. So, I mean, times, you yeah, know, you're uh, several thousand bottles, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, hey, Siri, how many bottles of bourbon in a barrel? I wanted Siri to make it to the podcast. All right. She doesn't know. Yep. Oh, my God. If you would have asked Google, you would have got the answer. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> uh, so the big news, Jim Beam is releasing a new brand called Hardens Creek uh, in June, so this month. Um, it's going to start out with two expressions, one called Jacob's Well, named after Jacob Beam. Uh, oh, yeah. Which will be a 15 year bottled at 108 proof. And then the second one will be Colonel James B. Beam, which is a two year bottled at 108 proof. Um, I believe both of these will be fairly limited releases. Um, but yeah. I'll probably be looking for that 15 year. It sounds, yeah. <laughs> sounds like it could be pretty dang good. Google says there's 200 bottles per barrel. So, okay. So yeah. 200 times Jake 40. And I were right. Yeah. And apparently most distilleries sell a barrel for eight thousand dollars. So if we wanted to buy one, I would be in. Hell yeah. Sweet. I don't know I don't know what that does for for anything if you buy a barrel. Like can you do you have to take it home? I don't get it. No. No, they they'll bottle, bottle it over time. They just bottle it. Yeah. For you. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Yep. Yeah. We That's why that. we should get Sam to we go in on a barrel with us, then yeah. we'll sell Arminetti Marengo Sam barrel pick. The barrel pick. When are we doing Sam's podcast? We should go. Yeah, you know, we still got to bug Sam. About and then that. just pitch it there. You know, I think it gives it more credibility that you bring the equipment. Put him on say, the spot and demand that it happens. You're in a live, <laughs> you're in a live mic, man. <laughs> what up? I wonder if Sam actually listens to this. Because uh, he shares them all the time, and that's nice. But yeah. Sam, does, do you listen? Give us a call. <laughs> Send us an email. All right, Dan, let's get into rabbit hole. Rabbit Hole, it's a newer distillery. Uh, their big thing, I mean, not their big thing, but the first thing you notice about it is they have a very, a bottle that stands out quite a bit. It doesn't yeah. look like a lot of the other bottles. 
they have a lot more modern of a feel to them. And in, in fact, their distillery also the outside looks very modern. Yeah. And one thing that they pitch is that they're doing things the old fashioned way, but using very modern technology, basically. Oh, I see what you did there. Old fashioned. <laughs> well, I wasn't even trying to do that, but thank you for making me think like I plan ahead. I'm the talent. <laughs> I bring up the talent in others too. It's um, it was only founded in 2012, so it, again, it's a really new distillery. Yeah, it's only 10 years old. Wow. Yeah, and it was founded by an uh, immigrant from my guy that in, immigrated over from Iran, Kavazamanian. Interesting. Who was a who's a clinical psychologist originally? Wow. Um. He started to get into whiskey, and in an interview, he basically said that like he started drinking it and getting into the history of it, and whiskey basically pulled him down a rabbit hole that he couldn't get out of, and that's and he decided <laughs> to like start his own distillery. <laughs> yeah, like and when story. I see like pulling down a rabbit hole, I can see just shy of eighteen hundred bottles in Jake's office. <laughs> Dude, and that escalated quickly. <laughs> Uh, but that's where the name Rabbit Hole came from, as he talks about being pulled down the I rabbit hole. I just brought hole. him like cool. seven today. Yeah, I brought him one. From Galena. It was only uh, four. <laughs> no, only... yeah, four. That is a lot of bourbon. How many did you buy up north? None. Oh, wow. Look at you. I left one up wow. there. Wow. Whoa. Dude. I left a Noah's Mill up there. That's a really good restraint. Yeah. Their, one of their main philosophies at Rabbit Hole is they want to be very transparent. Uh, on the bottle, they have the mash bill. They talk like about it. where everything came from. Uh, again, this is we see this a lot more with a lot of the newer distilleries. They put the age statement on there. They they make everything easy to find. Yeah, I like. I think this is this is a good trend. Yeah, I feel like uh, the more you know about what you're drinking, the better. I agree. I like that. Yeah. So it's in Louisville, right? Yes, like it's downtown Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. So yep. we're probably, we're going to have to stop at least by the gift store. Yeah, it, it it looks, I mean, just the building from the outside doesn't look like a lot of the other stuff around there. Um, they just, yeah, it's they, very, like, uh, contemporary is it? architecture but, style. and You know, the ones I saw, like Evan Williams and Angel's Envious, it's, it's super contemporary. I mean, it's like you're walking by. This this looks more, like, high-tech like than, like, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Like this like, looks like, like high-tech office? Like Tesla or SpaceX would like, operate out of there. Yeah. Like the office, like the new office, yeah. corporate office thing. Okay. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Okay. Yeah, it, it, it looks like a really, really cool facility. So Shoot, we got to go. The other thing with Rabbit Hole is they don't have a master distiller. Huh, interesting. They collaborate as a team, so they don't put anyone as a title of master distiller. They all work on it together. Ooh, they all taste like together. That. They all put their advice in, and that's how they work on creating their own. I like that. I kind of like that. They got they got a really nice little things. story to them. Uh, they're pretty interesting. The more I looked into them, uh, I recommend for everybody to look into them. For a newer distiller, again, that's it's it's different from if you're the old school style. It has to be don't don't disclose your ingredients. Don't say how you're doing this. You're not going to like this style, but again, the transparency of I like it. knowing what you're drinking, where it came from, like it's the story of it. It's yeah. pretty cool. Um, I enjoy that. This one we're doing today is their High Gold, uh, which, high gold. which is their High Rye. Um, and before they started, when they started in 2012, 
like a lot of distilleries, they don't have their own stuff. They got to get it from somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. the first, oh yeah, yeah, they were sourcing it from right. somebody else. Well, there yeah. was it wasn't sourced; it was contract distilled. Oh, got it. Okay, oh, okay. that's good. And they did that until 2018 when they just started distilling at their own location. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, the reason they wanted to do that is obviously they wanted to make sure that there wasn't much of a flavor change when they switched over to their own stuff. They okay. had their yeah. idea of what they wanted to do. They had a contract distilled, and then they started doing it in-house. So is this building? This building's fairly even newer than the actual brand. Yes. Okay. Um, this is a... Oh, really? I didn't get any... I said neat. No. Oh. Dan gets a nice old-fashioned pat on the back, but I, I, I make Dan a needs, pun. Dan needs some love. Roberto's right now. still he trying needs... to figure out why Siri sucks. I know. I was trying to fix <laughs> Siri on my phone just now. Dan needs love. Let's let him have his moment. <laughs> Uh, this is <laughs> he's, he's having crazy dreams. <laughs> we gotta help him. Gotta help him. <laughs> the uh, the the other reason they put the distillery in Louisville is they wanted to be right by all the right where everything is because that's the obviously the all the other like yeah. historic yep. distilleries. They're yeah. only a few blocks from one of the main uh, still manufacturers in Louisville. Oh, oh really? Wow. They're not too far away. I forget the name of it. There's a the Cooper's that they get their barrels from. Oh. Is a historical cooperage like downtown? And, yeah, and they put that on their bottle as well. With it, where they even show where the where they're getting their barrels from. Wait, really? That's cool. I like that, man. I wish more distilleries did that. Uh, but this is a three year, is what the age statement says. It's a bl- it's got some older ones in there, but obviously it's got to go with the youngest. So it's just a three year bourbon. So minimum three. Yeah. Yep. It is ninety five proof. I, I like that, and it doesn't taste. I uh, will get to that later, but I don't think this tastes anywhere close to ninety five proof. Uh, it is so. Oh, so you've been drinking already? Well, I've had it beforehand. Oh, I thought you yeah, pulled there it. Is, the bottle Dan's drink like a quarter of this already. No, I had like not today, two pours but... out of it. And then oh, that... yeah, that's three quarters that he drank already. Um, and I just drank maybe it. that's what's giving you the bad dreams. Yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mash bill on this is 70% corn, 25% malted rye from Germany, which I'll touch back on why that that's a big thing here in a second. So they're good at making cars. And <laughs> so the rye is like good at making cars. Yeah. And then 5% malted barley, non chill filtered. The word high gold and why they call it high gold is he, whenever he names, like they got this, there's the black label is Cave Hill. Uh, he calls this high gold because it's named after a famous German immigrant to Louisville who was a stone cutter. And he started doing these big fancy displays on his old house, which I guess is now a Louisville landmarks. Huh, interesting. Um, That's nice. Hey, Layla. <laughs> Layla, get the fuck out of here. Layla out. got me on my knees. Layla. Layla is the dog. <laughs> I think it's, this is going to put, this is about to get edited yeah. out. <laughs> this is getting edited out. And it was probably my fault. I thought I closed the door. Yeah. Oh, it was she knows how to open it. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, shit. Maybe don't edit this out. It's good info for the world. All right. We're uh, back. But this German immigrant had these massive displays then on his house, which are which are now Louisville landmarks. And he wanted to bring this or use this name as his thing with him being an immigrant as well. And that's why he decided to do this. And then they get interesting. this rye, this Dude. malted rye from Germany. It is huh. June is Immigrant Heritage Month. So this is very timely. Thank you, High Gold, for immigrating to Louisville <laughs> and making this. Uh, other than that, it's uh, 
It's a $70 bourbon. What is this, LinkedIn? (laughs) (laughs) It's a $70 bourbon, so it's got a little bit higher price tag on it. You can tell that they wanted to go for that. I mean, they put together a very fancy bottle. Like, they wanted to stand out. It's fancy, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not for a a newer distillery. I don't think it's a terrible price point. Mm. Um, And, like, I think the... But you said it's a three year, yeah, three minimum, yeah. I mean, it's it's a little high, but not, I mean, it's not terrible. What seventy? Seventy is yeah. high, but I, I think for I, a three year, I think that's what like we talked about with it with Blue Run is they wanted to go after the high end market, right? Same yeah. thing here is they're going after the high end market, and they they put together a high end bottle. I mean, I'm not sure what the packaging yeah, cost yeah. is on the bottle, but it's got to be bottle is pretty man. Um, but that's kind of the main facts about Rabbit Hole, uh, and and this the high gold bourbon that we're about to drink here yeah uh roberto what are you oh man i've been drinking it for the last 25 minutes you know <laughs> i i normally take a nap during the lessons and the and the research on the but it was interesting you guys did a good job i didn't fall asleep this time so that was nice <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna get kicked out of this podcast really quick um counting the days <laughs> <laughs> don't kick out the talent anyway quick observations on this uh, it is a little pricey for for a three year, but I think it tastes really, really good. I, I'm enjoying sipping on this. Uh, another good observation is that it's it's what ninety five percent proof. Ninety five proof, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you can't say ninety five percent proof, yeah, can you? No, it's either percent or proof. <laughs> yeah, uh, ninety. If thirty percent of the time it works every time. Um, ninety five proof, and it tastes exactly what it should be, which it's smooth, it's light, it's easy to drink. The first taste was a little bitter to me, mm-hmm. a little acidic. But then the second and the third were just amazing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying this bottle. Now, I'll say, I don't know if it's, you know, again, to your point, they're going after the higher-end market, and that's great. I get it. They're a new distillery trying to get into, you know, break through the noise. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a $70 bottle, but it, it would easily be a $50, an amazing $50 bottle. Mm-hmm. I would buy it just because I'm really enjoying drinking this. Um, the tones that I get, you know, the nose, it's, you know, again, it's acidic. And I don't know if that's from like a fruity, the fruity tones, because I do taste like an apricot or peach. Yeah. Uh, and then I get a big apricot smell on apricot. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so it's like a little acidic fruity in a good way, not in a bad way. Again, the first time I tasted it, um, I was like, I don't know, you know, maybe it does taste a little young because it's three, um, minimum of three. But then again, the more I sip on this, the more I'm really enjoying it. And it doesn't taste like a three after like three or four sips. It yeah. tastes like a it, five or six year old. To me, it tastes almost like orange <clears throat> rind. Yes, definitely. Or citrus. something like that. Yeah. Definitely citrus. There, there is like a little bit of a bitter note in there. A little, but you get yeah. that like citrus aroma as you're drinking it. Yeah. So it kind of it balances out nicely. I really enjoy that that citrus tone. Uh, I also taste and smell brown sugar, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and of course the oak that you just get with every every bourbon, and any good whiskey you get the oak flavor. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean this is a this is a good amount of uh, oak flavor for a younger. Whiskey. Completely agree, completely agree. Because you're right. You know the the more it's aged, the the higher the the flavor and the tones of oak and wood. Um. You know, the finish, again, the first couple of sips, it was acidic. Like, it hit me almost like citrus acid. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but the more I taste it, it, it gets smoother and, and smoother with every sip, and that's really nice. Yeah, it's the malted rye. I mean, you still get a little bit of that rye spice at the end, but for 25% rye, if you're drinking a 25% rye, you're expecting a lot more of that. Yeah. You can definitely yeah. tell that the malting process tones that down a little bit. Yeah. And if you're wanting to get into rye or malts even a little bit, yeah, this is one that would kind of start to bridge that gap. Now, for 70 bucks, yeah. again, that, that's, that's difficult to use as a bridge whiskey to get from, from bourbon to, to yeah. rye. Uh, but it, it's a good way to get some of that spice without it overpowering you, and then you can work into some of the ones that are yeah. a high rye that's not malted, and then you can start getting into the lower quality or yeah. the lower proof point. or the lower, lower percent rye. This this is a good bottle if you're looking for something um, a little outside the like yeah. the norm, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, very very interesting flavors. Very interesting. I don't I don't I can't think of anything that has a similar kind of profile to this with this like it's a good point. Yeah. The bitter, acidic, uh Fruity. citrusy kind of combination. Wild um, oaky and vanilla. Yeah. I mean it's just it's a good balance. It's it's like uh it's not quite like botanical like some of the other ones that we've tried where it's almost yep. like Jenny. But it, there's like a little bit of an undertone, which I think is the rye. I think it's a coming rye. through. Um, but I think to Dan's point, the malted uh rye, the malt of the rye is really taming yeah. a lot of those uh the like peppery flavors uh very very nicely. Because it's there. The spice is there. Mm-hmm. It's just not mm-hmm. overpowering to your point for yeah. for a high rye bourbon. Uh it's there and I can the finish especially uh, you can taste the very nice spice of the rye. Mm-hmm. But until you said that it was a malted barley and rye, I didn't even think about it, but it tastes like you get tones of single malt. Right. Which is really good. It's like for me, when I the one of, one of the things I don't like about some of the heavy ryes is the finish for me, it just sticks in the back of your throat forever. And uh-huh. it just, you just get that spice to continue yeah. to tingle a little bit. Yeah, and that's the part that you hate. That's the part I hate. <laughs> that, that's like I, one of uh, the piggyback. I'm like, it felt like I just yeah, yeah. was in a straw house or something. Yeah. And it just stuck. <laughs> with this, it you can get a little bit of that spice, but as soon as you're done with the finish, it, it's it's left you. Yeah. Now, if you like rye and you like high rye bourbon, this probably wouldn't be. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it, it, I mean you would you, enjoy. You it. I would like get it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you're definitely finishing them on a much sweeter note than you yeah. would on a typical rye or high rye bourbon. Yeah, um, which is, yeah. It, 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 like you said, you get that like cereal note from yeah, the malted barley. I yeah. think. Um, what was the percentage of the barley? Five uh, percent uh, malted barley. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you're getting that that single malt kind of uh, note. It's for me, especially at the yeah. on the finish, I, I I think it's I think it's a really nice balance uh, with the rye. I think they do a good job. You know, to your point, I wouldn't be disappointed even if I if I'm a big fan of the of the rye and the high rye. I would be disappointed if uh, if that's all I like, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, okay, well, I yeah. don't like it because that's all I like. But you know, a, a good whiskey. I mean, not even like a snob whiskey drinker, but just a whiskey drinker should be able to or want the different range. Right. Yep. And <laughs> this one is not a high range in the high ride, but it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. The uh, balance is very really well, balanced. well done. Yeah. 
You know, I'll say it's not my, one of my favorites because, one, I don't want to sound like I every bourbon that we try is like, oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, it's not one of my favorites, but I'm not disappointed. Like, it's it's enjoyable. It's yeah. balanced. It's uh, It's got complexity. I enjoy the citrus and the rye spice that's not overpowering. I still think, to my taste, individually, it's a little acidic to me. Mm-hmm. And I just prefer something sweeter. Yeah. yeah. One, one thing you said, I, I disagree a little bit with, I was on the proof of it at 95. I don't think that, I think this tastes closer to like a 85, 80 proof. Like, I don't get too point. much of an alcohol. No, it, it is pretty well tamed. It is. In, yeah. in that department. I mean, 95, usually I consider 100 to get start to get up in the hotter zone. At 100 yeah, proof? Yeah, that's a good And point. we're not too far away from that. And you don't get the alcohol to the nose is not overpowering. To the palate, it's not overpowering. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can you can tell it's there, but it's not like... Uh, it's not overpowering. It's not taken away from any of the flavor no. profile. It doesn't sure. burn. Yeah. It's not like in many of these cases, to your point, the, when you go over the 95 especially, all you taste is the alcohol at some point. Mm-hmm. This is great. You know, again, not... My favorite, just because I prefer something that's a little bolder and sweeter. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I would buy this bottle. Yeah, and... it's it, it's got a spot in the collection. If like I'm, I'm trying to tone mine back a little bit, um, will I buy this bottle again? Probably not. But it's one that I'm glad that passed through my collection. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a good good try. It's a good try. I would try it. I would buy it to tr- to just to keep it in. To your point, I don't know if I ever buy it again. But I would buy it. I don't have one. I would, I would definitely drink that. it again at Dan's house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would drink it if somebody has it. Yeah, <laughs> for it, free. <laughs> it it's it's fun. Plus, again, the bottle just stands out. Yeah, it, it's a very tall, it's a beautiful bottle. bottle, man. It's got. I'm, I'm a single guy. It's got a wonderful, beautiful hourglass shape to it. <laughs> um, maybe that's why I was attracted to the bottle as the shape. <laughs> but so that's why he's again. I'm. To I'm Jake. S- I'm still single, so even a Willet Pot still bottle looks attractive to me at this point. <laughs> Dude, as long as it has good health insurance. <laughs> Dude, a Woodford Reserve bottle looks attractive to me. <laughs> big and wide. <laughs> Short, big, and wide. <laughs> Stumpy. <laughs> ah, shit. On, on Roberto's point on the price, I agree. I don't think this is a $70 bourbon. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, I again, I would buy it at 70 to have it and drink it, and I don't think I would buy it again. I would put the price on this maybe more like a $55 bottle. Yeah, that's what I would say, too. Uh, yeah, I, I I think the quality is there. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like you could justify its price, whether someone, you know, new or, like, newer into whiskey yeah would want to pay that probably not yeah um yep i mean because like this is probably your 20th bottle that you bought you know oh no i have one more i have more than 50 i mean this no is... i mean but like in order this is oh probably no like... this is this is probably 40 something oh, okay oh, okay so i mean like you you know what you like already right. pretty much so you're just trying something new like that's kind of what what yeah. it is yeah yep yeah <laughs> That's I, I I think we're all kind of in that same. We think it at fifty dollars, it probably might sell a little bit better, more be a little more sought after. Honestly, though, even if it was fifty some dollars, I would still think of this the exact same way. Of I'm glad I had it, but am I gonna go out and buy it again and have this as one of my daily drinkers you know, or I, yeah, with one that. Probably yeah. not. And that's that's not a knock on the bourbon. Bourbon's uh, fine. I mean, it's people, a, it's some... a good tasting bourbon. I don't want to. Yeah. It's 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 good. It's unique. It's 
like I said, there's not something anything you can really compare it to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I I could see somebody really liking this one. You know, yeah, I if agree. Like you're if you're into the like bitter kind of a little uh, more flavor acidic. profile, yeah. like this is more up your alley, and like Which this a lot could of people be love a, that shit. a daily drinker for somebody with that kind of that. taste profile. So I agree. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm, I'm with you when you said. Even if it was a 50, I don't know if I'll buy it again. Same thing, because it's nothing wrong with it. It's just I prefer something that's a little bolder and sweeter. Right, yeah. Um, I, you know, I would buy a 50. I would buy it at 70 warm because the bottle's beautiful. Uh, and then I, um, I I would drink it. Uh, but it's not, you know, again, I, I think we've had better bourbons in my to my taste. Yeah. And that's, that's a trick in all of this. It's to the individual taste. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this shit and... Don't listen to us. Yeah, just do what you want. Yeah, this is kind of like, like uh, in my opinion, this is kind of like a like a jazz song, right? You can kind of listen to it and be like, "Yeah, I, I, I appreciate <laughs> yeah. it and yeah, I respect yeah. it." It's got good but music. like, you know, it's not really like <laughs> not my, my style, right. exactly. Um, but yeah, and I there's mean, some people that are just completely yeah, and some people probably jazz. go absolutely bananas exactly. for it. So, well, well, here's a spin. What would you do to make it better, Roberto? What would you like to see out of this? I would just play the jazz flute. <laughs> I mean, you're uh, pouring yourself I... some more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, shit, I run out really quick. Uh, what would I make? What, I mean, what would I do to? What would, would you like to see? What would you like to see this bourbon have to to make it be something that you might stick around with a little bit more? I, I like them a little sweeter. Mm-hmm. You know, so a little less acidic. Less acidic. Yep. So sweeter, less acidic. I think that's what I I like those. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I'd bump the. The corn content up. That's exactly maybe by ten percent. Right. That's exactly. I think right. that might put it more in our wheelhouse. Yep, I completely agree. I could see get rid of the malted barley. The problem was I would yeah. see with that is getting rid of too much of the malted rye. You're really going to start to lose that rye flavor you get out of it. That's see, true. Because I, I, with being yeah. with it being malted, you already lose a lot of that sweetness. You do. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, I don't know if I mean I like the flavor of malted barley, so I don't know if. They, you know, if this one should cut down on that, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that flavor a lot. I just, I just want something. To your point, you just said it, you know, perfectly well, which is the corn content. Probably, yeah. if it was higher, it would be sweet. Oh, yeah. To better. Dan's point, it's not going to be a high rye if you bump the corn up yeah. anymore. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get, I think, yeah, maybe taking out the barley would be the. I would thing. say, I would say that, and maybe this is just me because I like it a little bit hotter. There's a higher proof on it. Yeah. Maybe yeah, uh, ninety five is right in it, my it's, sweet it's, spot. It's a good. I don't know. It, it's good. I just with as smooth as it is, I think if it was a little bit higher proof, if they didn't proof it down as much, it yeah. might get a little bit more of the flavor out of it. And you might. I'd like, get a little bit more I'd like of that to see spice. this bottled in bond at four years. That'll see be what good. that would come out as. Four years, a hundred proof. Yeah, I, I that would be good. Because again, ninety to hundred is my sweet that, spot. That extra year could cut some of that yeah. acidity. You know, off yeah, and I think so too. And tame it a little bit more. That's a really good point. It tastes a little young, and it is. Yeah. Now, does it taste like a three? I don't know. It's actually good. It's it's better than a three. Oh yeah. I mean, it's it's yeah. for for a three year old. It doesn't it's really taste good. like it's three years right. old. Yep. But I think with a little bit more aging, it could taste like a ten year. Completely agree. <laughs> you know, at, at like four years. You know. Completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the last thing I'll say is that when we're thinking about the price, you know, again, $70 bottle, I would buy it once. I don't know if I would buy it twice. If it was 50 maybe I'd buy it once, maybe not twice. But then, you know, it's good to keep in perspective 
the good things you can get at 30. Mm-hmm. You can get right. Elijah Craig's bullets at $30 that just are really good bourbons. And so when you're thinking about the seven, you're like, okay. I can get two, two of these uh, or I one could of those. Probably just buy two right. Elijah Craig 94s and, and be perfectly fine. And uh, twice as drunk. And twice as drunk. And, and that's where I sometimes, you know, on the price of the bottles, that's I use the perspective because like, mm-hmm. oh, shit, I can go and get a bullet rye even for, you know, $29 and be yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's like... Uh, for seventy bucks, I think I would like a showstopper, yep. where I could pull it out when Agreed. company's over and be like, "Oh, you gotta try this." Yeah, like I, I don't know if I could necessarily claim that with this bottle. Um, while it is good, I feel like if I had a bourbon crowd over, yeah, this would be an interesting one to be like, "Oh, you know what? Try this yeah. one." Yeah, but for like my group of friends that right. like don't really drink bourbon, that's a good one to break out. You know, you like. Them. You'd want to take out yeah, yeah, yeah. your will at rye or something right. like, yeah. you know, more interesting. Well, something it's, that a, they'll like. it's a little bit more, but not much. But something I just looked over at the shelf to kind of get an idea of some other things that we could save for the same price range. I mean, we're not too far off of a McKenna 10 year. That's true. And a McKenna 10 year is, a little, I feel, is more of a showstopper for. Yeah, oh, man. For sure. I think it's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, I that's mean, a good well, point. you know, McKenna 10, you got to think retail. It's hard to find at retail. People yeah. will, you know, mark it up really nicely sometimes. Yeah. I mean, but like. I mean, Sam just had it on know. his. I when I was at Sam's last weekend, it was on his shelf behind the counter for retail. Well, Sam is really good about retail prices. But I mean, you go to other liquor stores and McKenna 10 is going to be marked up. Some, yeah, most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Good. But you know, what is uh, the uh, Bardstown Fusion? Uh, First Discovery I, is like dis- seventy bucks. No, I think Discovery's like fifty. Fusion's like one twenty. Okay, I think or somewhere around there. But I mean, yeah, I mean, there's other bottles where you could that have more of a um, more like uh, impressiveness. I think you know? I agree. I mean, but, but again, like if you and your buddies are like drinking bourbon. This is actually something interesting yeah, to pull out, one. you know, and be like, hey, this is different. Like, let's give this a shot. You know, this is, you know, the the setting where I would bring this bottle to to your point. If you're having a weekend, a weekend getaway with friends, like a like a friend group outing for the weekend, I would bring this one because it's good. It's smooth. It's drinkable. And it's not cheap. It's not yeah. cheap bourbon. It's good. whiskey. Right. Uh, but to your point, I wouldn't be like, hey, I want to impress my friends. I'm going to break out the, the rabbit hole. Mm, I don't know. I would probably do like a Willet Rye, something more interesting, like an Eagle Rare even, which you can find pretty reasonably sometimes. Um, not if you can find it. Not anymore. I mean, yeah, if, if you can find it at retail, it's, what, 40 bucks? 35 <laughs> 20 bucks. 35 39 I think, yeah. So, you <laughs> know. Retail, yeah. So, yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Well, so uh it was it was interesting. It's been one I've I've seen the bottles, I've looked at them for a while, and then one day I decided to buy one and thought it would be a good one to, to look at. It's um, a good it's a good find. Yeah. Can I mean you this find is... it? You can find I mean, you might anytime I've walked into a look a decent sized liquor store, I've seen a bottle of the rabbit hole. Yeah. It yeah. might not be high gold, it might be the cave hill. They got a couple other ones the, as well. I believe the cave hill is the like flagship. Yeah. And is it's it okay? that you can find anywhere. Okay. This uh, I feel like comes and goes. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it's there. Sometimes yeah. it's not. Um. But it, 
it's common enough where I've seen it like multiple times at the same yeah. store. It's just not always there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can't say either way because I've never looked for it. <laughs> yeah. So this is, I mean, I'm glad well, you I, brought it. I've thought about buying it many times because yeah. Dan had it and said that he, he enjoyed it. Um, it's good. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's enjoyable. It is. Yeah, I think that's a good. I didn't dislike it. Good description. It's, it's enjoyable. enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. You know I, what I else? Did not dislike it. Yep. You know what else is enjoyable? Yeah, our social media, dude. Social media is very enjoyable. <laughs> uh, so anyway, that that's my cue to wrap up the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we uh we're, we're getting a, a good following on social media. We uh, Instagram specifically. I think it's. Uh, it's growing nicely. Uh, our Instagram handle is Bourbon Matters. Our Facebook handle is Bourbon Matters. Our Twitter, we don't have Twitter. No, we don't. We have do Twitter. have a Twitter, but I don't use it. Do we? Okay, I don't. Yeah, zero posts. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> I think there's two actually. Yeah, I think there's like is one there? or two. <laughs> nice. I mean, nobody uses Twitter anymore. Uh, and that's true. You know, that's why this this talk. They said it was inflated, and it came out to light when Musk was buying it. I'm not. I'm not gonna use it. Until Elon buys it. And I think even that is uh, falling apart. <laughs> and probably apart. even not after that. And it's falling <laughs> apart, too. The deal's falling apart. So we'll, well see. Well, I think that they, he just cut it down to like $33 million or something is the value. Oh, yeah, because they're, yeah. they're finding out all the shit that, one, nobody uses it. Well, yeah. I mean, like reporters use it, and that's about it. Uh, I think they were inflating their following numbers by like 30%. Yeah, uh, yeah it was 25 to 30 were fake accounts. So, so the bots yeah. were like 30% of it too. So yeah. R- Russian bots. Jeez, man. Um, so we don't have a Twitter. Or we do, but we don't use it. Yeah. Uh, follow yeah, it if you want to. Follow it. It's fine. <laughs> there will be no account. content, but follow it. <laughs> the, uh, the website is bourbonmatterspodcast.com. Dot com and that one I think it's up to date. Yeah, I've been keeping yep. that up to date. Dan's doing a good job with the with the website. Pictures, podcasts, you name it, it's in there. We have a donate button if you want to support our trip to the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. Uh and then what's the last one? I, I like how he always Email. says Kentucky Bourbon Trail because he said Kentucky Trail so many times. <coughs> yeah. It's like he says well, Kentucky. I almost, almost said it and again. Then That's starts, I, I know. It's like you start that way and you try and just you try and <laughs> I just want everyone to know that you try and like seamlessly like you're trying to do that, but we can see you say Kentucky and then look up and then say Bourbon Trail. Bourbon trail. Like I, I just want to make sure everyone's aware that this is going on. I don't want to say Kentucky Trail again. Oh my god. Um so anyway, so we email. follow us. We have the email. We have bourbonmatters at gmail.com. And send, send us, us something. Yeah, send us a note. Send Our us recommendations. Send us stuff you want us to review. Exactly. We want that inbox number to say one because right now it says zero. It's all just <laughs> it's, it's promotional junk. garbage. It's just junk. <laughs> Random crap. So. Uh, but anyway, so we uh, go to Instagram. We have good pictures and reels and everything. So it's good. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts and Stitcher. So make sure you're uh, liking and reviewing and rating and all that good stuff. Share it. Share it a lot. Yeah. And if you liked our last episode, which was the collab with the fourth Dram and Gold guys, yep. make sure to follow them. Yep. Um, on their follow Instagram. Sam. <laughs> Sam uh, on Facebook. Armanetti Marengo. Armanetti Marengo. Yep. Sam. You got to follow him. He's got good content. And uh, this is episode 23. Yep. So episode 25 will be our first video episode. 
Hopefully. which will be available on YouTube as long as we get all of our technology stuff in order. Yeah, yeah. Dan, um, we're looking at you. And we will be tasting Dan's Infinity Bottle. So it'll be it'll I, be super interesting. I think there's a little bit of room left for one more ounce. Oh. Uh, and I think I have one that I'm about ready to finish up. I'm about ready to finish up the... Uh, Stranahan's. No. <laughs> Fireball. The Stranahan's is gone. Fireball. Fireball. Uh, <laughs> no, I have the Bardstown Discovery almost gone. Oh, nice. That'd be a good that, that might be the topper off on that. Yeah. And that would be the final. That would have a nice tie into the uh, old March Drampness tour. tour. Yeah. Nice. That wasn't really a tour. We didn't really go anywhere. Tournament. It was a, that I came up with. Yes. Because I'm the talent. And I bring the talent to the table. <laughs> Except for today. I did okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers.